morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And with me, M to the O. Why don't you guys ever just do like a normal introduction? Don't know, don't know. I said Pete. I said me, Pete. Yeah, but usually, God's the silly one. And when it's not you as Moses, it's like you guys. You, you make me out to be the mature one, which I don't like you guys doing all. <laughs> don't worry, you always seem correct. Trust me, trust me. Anyways. <laughs> it only takes like five minutes to do that. Sure. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what are we talking about today? Yeah, so I was on Facebook today in church during the sermon. <laughs> <laughs> and my cousin posted like this link to this thing. And there was this company where they will take your dead body, cremate it, mm. and turn it into like this, say it's about six inch globe. <coughs> mm. And it looks really pretty. But it's made of like your ashes. <laughs> so like I sent it to the guys and, and asked them whether they thought it was cool or whether they thought it was disturbing. So do you guys want to give your thoughts on on the <laughs> on the cremated snow globe? <laughs> which, which basically is cremated snow globe. Yeah. Um, <coughs> personally I found it both cool and disturbing in the sense of it's like uh you know it, it it visually looked alright. It looked interesting. Uh, it was like a, it was almost like a marble design. I see the way they make marbles. Yeah. yeah. The ash, ashes somehow form part of the color. But also, it's like that's a human body. That's it. Entirely human body. That's the hair, the nose, the organs in there as well. Just like seen a bit. The bones. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah. So it was both weird and disturbing for me. Nobody for me, you know what? I just failed to see. Like, why? Why would you want to do that? Like, are you going to carry this globe around you and be like, oh, here's my dad? <laughs> like, what's the purpose? Oh, people do it. People keep, like, people have, their people's ashes. They'll keep it, like, in a yeah, like, but that's, or something. That's, yeah, but it's even like, that's the way to do it. Even that's weird. <laughs> like, I've, I've always said, right, if you're going to cremate me, turn me into a brick. So I have a function, a purpose. Mm. You still want to be somewhere, though. Yeah, if you're going to be like, oh, in this part of the world, <laughs> you know what I mean? it's more. <laughs> yeah, it's still like he's part of the building now. Oh, there's actually something you can do where, like, you actually <coughs> get, um, get used in, like, a tree pod. So, like, you put you in, 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 like, this thing, and then you grow into a tree one day. That tree's going to mutate in the You're going to have a face just sticking characteristics. up. But, yeah, it's like, I know that in terms of Christians, there's... Um, discussions as to should a Christian get cremated as mm. a Christian and like God created your body he, he won't to you just like just burn it when you're no longer in it well so I, I think my thing as well is in the Bible it's like you know from uh, ashes to ashes is it, is it ashes to ashes is it, I think that's I think that's a cliche but I think it's you came from the earth so you returned to the earth yeah. or something like that like it's it, the significance in being buried and becoming one again with the earth from whence you came. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Oh. So I've always had issue with any other means of you know final Buried, party yeah. if it's spe- um, spreading your ashes over the sea or you know Why? putting it in an urn. I'm just like you know bury me. Like to some extent, yeah. I don't even see the point of a coffin because you know the termites are gonna eat it and it's like. I don't really... I'm dead. <coughs> doesn't matter. And them coffins cost money, you know? They cost money. And you can get, like, gold-infused ones and stuff. And I'm like, what that extravagance? Like, it's not for your benefit, though. It's, it's for the benefit of everyone you're leaving behind. Yeah. 
Well, for them to know that I'm sleeping in a nice box. No, to make them feel better. To feel like they honoured your memory by giving you. They need to man up. Just dig a hole and dash the money into it. That's me, like, and that's even so that I don't smell up the place. That's all. Can I? Can I ask something? Then go through. Sorry, just so the listeners know the prettier voice amongst us is the lovely Jamelia. It's gems. Um. So (coughs) if you're not really bothered about your your body, Mm. would you donate your organs? Yeah, well, I don't think I would. I had I had issue with it because I didn't know how the Bible addresses it yeah. in the sense of like whether or not even the Bible presents a problem. Really. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily find anything, mm-hmm. but it was more the thing of God's given us, um, you know, the science and and uh, advancements in technology came as a result of I believe God giving us the wisdom to mm-hmm. pursue it. Thus, if we've pursued it to that extent where we can now take an organ from me and give that to someone else and extend that person's life. Why not? And so, yeah, for now, yeah. I, As if for now. Yeah. Unless I find something in the Bible that contradicts yeah. it. That's, I know it sounds that's... a bit selfish, but I, I'd want to be buried with myself intact. <laughs> you don't, or you do? No, I, I do. I, I don't wanna, no, I don't want no one to cut me up. I just want to be All in the ground. So, um, would you take an organ? If you needed an operation. Oh. I always thought that I, I always thought that I was kind of weird, like <coughs> thinking that there's a part of somebody else inside me. Mm. That's, that's weird. <laughs> I was gonna say something so bad because <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Stupid stuff is coming. That will be weird. It's like knowing this heart that's beating within me was once like a 15 year old boy who who like you passed away, yes. but it's. Sometimes your body will reject the organ. Yeah. 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 Um, I like an argument in terms of um, burial Mm. comes from Revelation, where it says all the dead will rise again. So it's like, wow, if you're cremated. How are you gonna rise? Oh no, but then you're <laughs> <laughs> not gonna be raising the dead bodies. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Heaven's gonna be like some thriller set. Nah, Praising God in heaven, like. Thriller! But yeah, so it's like, yeah, so that, that was an argument, but it's exactly as you said, it's, it's a new body. It's yeah, a, yeah. It's a heavenly body. Um, but yeah, I, I personally, if I'm, if I'm like dead and my organs can be of benefit to somebody else, I'll be like, right, take it. I would, yeah. be, I would be donating your organs if you died before me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that decision <laughs> had been made. You didn't even get a say in the decision had been made. Like... You know the ones that are like, so we have a ticket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ticket. TBF exclusive. This is where I'm just gonna let him know. Come. I'm letting you know. Maybe not your eyes and stuff. Why not? Like, why why not eyes? Just because it's a, it's a physical thing, right? So then okay. somebody else is gonna be looking into his eyes. That's a bit freaky. Um, we into someone else's soul. <laughs> but like, heart and. Um, Lungs, lungs live on. Because I feel like if, if you have to go to hospital and they were like, you need a kidney, I'd be like, put him on the list. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, we're going to pray and, you know, wait. We're, we're, we're going to discuss this theologically. So, <laughs> give us a Bible, a concordance, and 15 minutes. <laughs> I just feel like as black people, we don't... <coughs> 
We don't do anything. Mm. Like, we don't give blood. Yeah, I was about to say, would you, you don't give blood? blood? I gave blood. I have a funny story about giving blood. Oh, <laughs> because, I wasn't registered, but they never called me to give blood. Uh, no, they, they had a blood drive at my workplace. Um, not this one, my former workplace. And I, I did give blood. And then, like, two weeks later, I get a letter uh-huh. from the blood people. You got AIDS. They're like, oh, we thank you for donating blood. Unfortunately, we were not able to use a sample. I didn't read the rest. I was like, <laughs> yo, I have, it has to be the barber. It has to be the Because I haven't done it. It has to be the barber. I'm thinking, did he sterilize all the blades and stuff? I go to read it and apparently because I've had malaria before, yeah, I've got the antibodies. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. And I was like, like my ho- my whole life, like, my, I was like how am I? <laughs> it's not. I'm not even doing anything to get stuff, and I want to get stuff. I might as well do stuff wow, to get it. It's just like, oh, there must be like which barber was it? <laughs> you know, I only go to one barber, so I know. I'm not with them. It's bit. you. You give me just like. <laughs> Um, give blood either because yeah, I have malaria. Yeah, I've had malaria as well. So, can um, I just say something about um, HIV? <coughs> yeah. Um, HIV now, like all you have to, if you have it, you just have to take one pill a day, mm. and like you actually don't give it to anybody else. And apparently, and, and apparently Martin Screlly or whatever, the guy that raised the price for well, yeah, the HIV pill. Apparently some, um, what's it called, some high school students were able to recreate the pill mm. uh, for $20, so it oh, might be going back down. Yeah. So yeah. The, it is how they treat it. We look at Ma- Magic Johnson and yeah, them lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's National AIDS Week. Yeah. 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 Right Prince Harry. The, <laughs> the problem is, I've been seeing loads of adverts on, on the buses. Yeah. I'm only seeing black people. <laughs> I don't know if it's yeah, just me. No, it's true. I actually did a survey on Facebook today. Yeah. And I hadn't seen the adverts, mm. but then they showed me them, and I was like, why is there any black people? Yeah. Adverts? I was like, do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what? I was about to say the same thing. I was thinking the exact same thing, but I've seen like two or three adverts with white people on it. Okay. But I have to admit, what I have to admit is that. Like literally, ninety percent of the adverts that I have personally seen have fallen black people. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably because we're not getting tested. <coughs> probably, yeah, probably. Not, not that we have it, but we're not getting tested. Yeah, yeah. What they're saying is, go and get tested, mm. isn't it? So I guess. Have you, you been know. tested? Has everyone here been tested? I've been tested. You know what? I've had. this is all good. I've had tests, but it's, it's, it hasn't come up. It's on the Yeah. Is that your parcel? Yep. Wow. Kind of late, but... Sunday, 8 o'clock, Amazon delivery. Done. Okay, so where's this getting the parcel? So, I think... I think, as well... Mm. So, we don't give blood enough. <coughs> donations, mm. organs, adoption. Like, as a community, we don't really, really give, give mm. stuff. Mm. What is this? We're, we're recording a podcast here. Just ripping stuff apart, like... <laughs> well, you're the one that's making it obvious. <laughs> wow. So um, yeah, I think that's why it's probably targeted at our community. Mm, mm. I think it's it's probably one of those things where I don't know if it's just African households, but it's like I don't want to go to the doctors because then I'm going to find out something is wrong. Yeah, mm. it's just like you kind of just want to stay. <coughs> I've been living okay so far, I'll just keep it like this. Yeah, don't, don't give me no bad news. Don't give me no bad news. That's why I hardly ever check my bank account when I'm balanced. Don't give me no bad news either. Fam, it's always people that go and check. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just like, if I 
Okay. I swear, I no. <laughs> Do you really know seat? No. No. You know what? Yeah. When it's coming to the end of the month, and you put your card in, and you just wait for it to say decline. <laughs> Why doesn't you know? Yes, I've lived to see another day. Oh my days. <laughs> Those are times when you give thanks to God. <laughs> this is why I have online banking. So I can keep up to date. Yeah, keep checking it. Yeah. I've got online banking on my phone. I just, it. I'm just scared. Okay. <laughs> no. no. Oh. Bless you. Have you been? Have you been tested? I haven't been tested for HIV, but I presume when I did that blood test, that blood donation, they would have tested it. They would, yeah, and if, if if I had it, they would have told me. Oh. So I just leave it at that. Not because I'm scared, I'm not doing anything to get it, <laughs> apart from going to get a haircut. I mean, yeah. um, but it's just, like, I don't like going to my doctors. And my doctor as well, for some reason, every time he sees me, he's seen me twice, like, the past 10 years or so, he always asks me if I take steroids. I'm like, I don't take steroids. Stop, stop asking us stupid questions. And it's like, yeah, I just, I don't go, I don't go to the doctor too You don't rate me. Yourself, Mo? Um, I've been tested. How long ago? Mine was just generic testing. Um, so I just got the whole shebang. Mm. I, I, I am clear. My fiance is uh, like, church, do, they'll make you do tests and stuff before you're going to get married. Which isn't a bad thing. It's not, it's not, it's not bad, I, but I felt some way, I felt a way about it. I'm just like, yo, leave me alone. So what happens Maybe if they find something? Like just what? So it's, it's I don't know. Everybody knows though, isn't it? Yeah. At least you know. Like what you do have something. Like what? I don't have anything. No, but if you did, <laughs> I don't and have they anything. found out, what would happen? Well, then, then you manage it. Then you manage it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, would you break up the marriage? You, you know the ones where we like, we'll uh, find something like what? Something like HIV. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's not up to them to break up. The yeah, that would depend on that would depend on my fiance whether or not she's that, like, down. They need a test. So, um, in the case of uh, Ama and Kojo, um, so Kojo, you said you have not, you have AIDS. Um, <laughs> so Ama, what what do you want to do now? I was so awkward, you know. To be honest, I thought about it just because I have time sometimes. I think about stupid things. If she had something, I'd still get married. I'd, I'd take it. I'd collect it from her. For better for worse. I'd do it. Like, I said I would collect it from her. Jeez! But I don't think we'd have kids. Because I feel like mm. they wouldn't have a decision in the yeah. matter. Um, and it'd be kind of cruel to, uh, to, to bring them in them, yeah. with, with issues. Yeah. I think I take the AIDS as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. If she doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's not like I'm trying to say something really cute. She won't hear this. I'll never tell her. You might not buy yourself. But, yeah. Wow. Thanks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> His wife is here. <laughs> the one that's buried after the three of us. <laughs> She hasn't got anything. Yeah. Because it would have been a difficult be decision to make. Yeah, mm. be thankful. It would have been a difficult Look decision to make. Look at these selfless ones that will take it. I knew. Just conditions on the ring. Just, just, um, I, that was a mistake. Just take it off. Wow. I remember having said that prayer about, it wasn't, it wasn't about disease or anything. I think it was about my dad asking me to do something. I was like, God, I will lie. So just don't let him ask me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even gonna date him up. But one brother that I know, yeah, like this guy, 
literally just goes around just beating, just having sex with any 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 girl that that'll kind of get up. And then he was like, you know what, yeah, his one prayer, <laughs> his one prayer, yeah, <laughs> is that he never gets genital herpes. <laughs> Anything else he can do with it, but just that. Oh, and you know the ones he's Nigerian, yeah? I bet it's quite. He was like, dude, to help his. Ah! It got from it. I was like, Vlad, you're putting yourself right in that situation to get it. <coughs> oh, yeah. Um, that, that, but that's probably because the herpes virus doesn't leave. Yeah, it doesn't leave, man. Yeah. It's, it's there for life. Be careful. Do you guys feel deaf? No. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm over it. Um, yeah, there was there was once a time when I first became Christian when I was like, wow, like if if Christ is not the way, and I've proper like invested my time here, and then after I die, I'm like, yeah, Jesus, and he's like, nope, and I'm just like, wow, mud. So like, it, it was a real question. Can you talk in proper sentences? So like, <laughs> you know, you know, okay. <laughs> There's a, there's a, um, the best way to describe it, yeah, there's a Mock the Week <coughs> episode where one of them was like, picture this, like, at the end of, at the end of your life, everyone lines up in front of their God, everyone's content, and then your God looks at you, takes out a piece of paper, unfolds it, and then it reads, bluff, <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> and it was just like, raw, for real, like, if I've dedicated my life to a faith to a way of life thinking that therein lies salvation and I realised that it was the wrong decision or was the wrong path that I took I'm going to be vexed you'll be in hell <laughs> well and so I was I was looking at it from a perspective of God like don't let me pour my efforts into something that isn't true mm. I want not, not necessarily I want assurance but I want hope mm. I want that living hope and I feel through prayer and just through him walking me through the scriptures and just through basic things, um, he's kind of given me that hope. So initially, I was afraid of death because I was kind of like, wow, like, what if, what if, what if? But now I'm more along the lines of like, there's no other way, there's no other option for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, when I say basic things, it, it boils down to if me standing right with God is based on my own works. I feel on a daily basis. Almost every other religion presents you need to do something. And then it's based on God's mercy if he chooses to forgive you. Christianity is the only religion where there's an assurance that God is with you. There's a promise that he will never leave nor forsake you. Mm. That Jesus is promising that he, he will come and dwell in you. And there's evidences of, of that of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, of, of different things. Mm. And it, it's the only religion that I find that provides assurance that God is with me. So you see, I, have actually, I was actually even <coughs> the same what-if question, actually from an opposite point of view, in the sense of if I'm to die and God isn't real and Christ isn't real or you know there is, there is no heaven or hell, I'd be pretty happy having lived my life as a Christian and mm. dying and then going into oblivion. Or all other religions that present an idea of you have to have done some good, you're good, that's how you're bad. I feel like Christianity kind of covers that as well. Like, but in being Christian, you, we understand you're transformed by the Holy Spirit into the image and likeness of Christ. You end up doing good works out of the Holy Spirit. You end up, 
you know, at least being conflicted when you do something mm-hmm. wrong. And it's like, if you're if you are a Christian, as you should be, you're probably doing good anyway. Mm-hmm. So if God is in there, and then it's Allah, you know. And I think in Islam, some of the Jews will get saved or whatever. But it's like, if if you if you if he's gonna weigh your good against your bad, and you live as a Christian, probably gonna have more good than bad, kind of. Do you know what? Interestingly, Muslims believe that the one thing that God won't forgive is if you couple him with somebody else. Oh, okay. So if you couple him with Jesus, right. with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. he won't forgive that. Okay. So they see it as if you believe in the Trinitarian view of Christianity, yeah, that's one thing that God won't forgive. I'm because he's like, I am, um, there's just one God. Right. So there's no one you can put beside me. Right. As soon as you do that, it's not me you're worshipping, it's somebody okay, else. Which would then somehow make sense because some <coughs> Jews that don't believe in Christ still hold him as yeah. him alone. Yeah. I mean, even in that case, if Allah's the only one that was sent me to hell, that's cool, he can do that. <laughs> but like, in Hinduism, Buddhism, all of those other ones, yeah, it's more just good yeah. versus bad. And I feel like as a Christian, you're being good anyway. So, and yeah, I think, no, like, good. looking at life... Mm. Even if I was given, even if I knew that I could behave wherever I went where I wanted, and I'd still be okay, like life wouldn't be as good as it is following Christ. Yeah, because yeah. like you, you see how living in sin has just got you in mess after mess after mm. after mess, mm. and yeah, some of it will be good, some of it will be enjoying, mm. but I definitely feel like the bad outweighs the good. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, wait, what? The bad outweighs the good. The bad outweighs the good. When you're not in Christ. When you're not in Christ. Where do you find this description? So, like, even if, <coughs> if, if, if it turns out God is a real, like, I would have lived such a fulfilling life. Yeah. Like, he's blaming yeah. the real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I actually wrote, like, a whole six-page poem on what if God doesn't exist. And it's like, you look at the benefits of even having the mindset that there is a God, having the mindset that it's no longer about you, having the mindset that there is this ethereal force that transforms you and seeing those things come into effect, even if it's by placebo, it's still a way better life than not believing in God and doing whatever, <coughs> whatever you want. Uh, answer the original question. Yep. Yeah. Because you love tangents, isn't it? <laughs> um, I don't think I fear death for myself. I think I fear it for my family more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so that. So, like, Leia, <coughs> or my <coughs> partner, maybe, like, scare me more than me. Because mm. mm. I'd have to live with them being there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, oh, share, I share that same sentiment. Not for more particularly, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't lie, Rose, it's off your list. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think the worst kind of death, death is? The boring kind. The boring <laughs> <laughs> So if it then... That line of old age is, is not the way to go. Not old age per se, because then you've lived, you know, and stuff. But I just, I'd rather in the blaze of glory, you know. We don't get the chance to go out into war anymore. Like, yeah, you do. Go, go charge, become a soldier. Go charge go into the enemy's lines or die on a battlefield or something like that. But, you know, just a, I don't know. I don't, I I don't want to die just, like, for no reason. But, you know. For no reason. <laughs> I don't want to just walk out, have an exciting trip and fall and die. I don't want to do that. an exciting trip. Do you know what? I'm going to read um, 1 Corinthians 15, starting from 14. Mm. 
and linking to what Peter said um, about a boring death no nah, not boring death before that in <laughs> terms of um, falls and death. in terms of God because mm. very interestingly Paul states that I'll read it and if Christ has not been raised our preaching is useless and so is your faith um, 15 more than that we are then found to be false witnesses about God for we have testified about God that he has risen Christ from the dead but he has not risen in in fact the dead are not raised um, for if the dead are not raised then Christ has not been raised either and if Christ has not been raised your faith is futile and um, you are still in your sins um, then also then those also who are falling asleep in Christ are lost and the emphasis there I saw I heard someone speaking on it and this conversation brought me onto it so it's 1 Corinthians 15 14 through to 18 that I just read and the emphasis there was if the Christ that Paul was preaching is not real he has become false witnesses of God mm. so he was saying if Christ is not real that doesn't mean God is not real well he's not saying that in response to he was saying it in response to false, um, uh, Christ not being um, risen or mm. um, yeah well, people are saying false that, doctrine yeah false doctrine in, yeah. yeah so he was saying if the Christ that he was preaching is not real it doesn't mean that God is not real God is still real but he's become a false witness of that God mm. and there's a there's the argument that, um, as both Peter and Jamelia said, God is real. We cannot deny that fact. Mm. There, there are arguments and philosophical questions and whatever, but... And foolish people who don't believe. But it's like, I literally... Need to write thesis. It, it, it's it, it's uh, Romans tells us that God has left every man with a witness to him. Mm. And the heavens declare his, the heavens declares glory and everything like that. So we know that there's a God. Yeah. But now the question is, <coughs> how has this God revealed Himself to us? And it's uh, have we actually held on to the right teachings or the right way that God has revealed Himself to us? Mm. That was in relation to what you said before. I just mm. had to go mm. find the scripture. But yeah, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's kind of death? What do you know? What? Um, I think. And I say this somewhat hesitantly. Um, it will be actually twofold. Um, seeing someone pass away and being helpless. So it's not like they went to sleep and they didn't wake up. No, what's, what's the worst kind of death for you to experience? It will be the same thing. Dying and knowing I'm helpless. But at the same time, I'm thinking, what about those who are persecuted? Mm. So it's like they know that they're being killed for their faith, but they're helpless to stop it. But I don't see that as being the worst type of death because I'm like, I'm dying for God's glory. Literally, mm. I'm being persecuted because mm. I'm a Christian. Um, it will be difficult, like, well, I'm dying here, like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm dying. But it's, um, yeah, a slow, painful death that you can't do anything about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <coughs> it's not painful, so it's the worst one. Luckily, no one does slow and painful. Well, we don't hear about slow and painful. We don't hear about people being tortured to death. But that's maybe we just don't hear about it. Yeah. Like, the, um, the beheadings and stuff, where the, there's there's been videos circulating of someone being hacked to death. Like, the person's using a chainsaw to cut off their head while mm. the person is still alive. And so you can see the chainsaw. You feel it touching the throat. You feel it cutting through your throat. 
you're screaming and then you just you can feel your blood just rushing into your windpipe <laughs> okay okay <laughs> alright and it's like all of this is happening because you professed Christ and it's like either deny him or die and it's just like yo I'd rather die it, it's it's like what I can see my death, I can feel it as it's coming. Yeah, I mean, from this side of, you know, eternity, we, we look at that, <coughs> we can appreciate how morbid and scary that sounds, or that is. But then, you know, blessed are they who are persecuted in my name. So, Definitely. like, in as much as there is that, and not to trivialise that yeah. in any way, I don't think you can trivialise that, especially with your description. <laughs> but... God, God also rewards and finds his way to reward it. Definitely. There is that glory as mm-hmm. well. Uh, and that's why I said, beautiful. in terms of being persecuted, I would take some comfort mm-hmm. in the fact that this is for the glory of God. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. if I'm just like on chemotherapy, God forbid, and I can just feel myself drifting, mm-hmm. having to see like my family come watch me on, on a daily basis, and I can't get up, I can't move, like I'm losing my hair, I'm already losing it. And it's just like, <laughs> that would hurt me. Mm. Simply because it's not only impacting me, but impacting both who are watching it as well. Mm. And it's not like they're being taken through a long process. Mm. <clears throat> and yeah, that's something I wouldn't want. Yes, so, Jamelia? Um, I think she said it. Watching, oh, for, for her. Yeah. <clears throat> I think. <clears throat> Wanting to die, not being able to. Like, like Elijah. Yeah, just being so sick and so, like you've lost your ability to be yourself, and you want to die, and you're dying, but not fast not, enough. Not, <laughs> yeah. Should I just pull the plug? Yeah. I would. Well, that's, that's another question, though. Like, I mean, apart from apart from that, donating my. The organs. <laughs> Is that how you get back here? <laughs> Something like, 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 yeah, yeah, you don't like, I'm ready, then yeah, I want to be with Jesus. Like, love it. Why am I still here? But doesn't that count as suicide? What, if he pulls the plug on me? Yeah. <coughs> if you ask him to pull the plug. When you pulled it, I didn't pull it. Oh, wow. Like that, yeah. <laughs> Putting your blood in his hands. <laughs> Jesus, my, the man you asked me to marry killed me. Yeah. And these, these are like exceedingly dark topics. But then, like, what do you do in that state if if someone's in a vegetative state Euthanasia. and they can't say anything mm-hmm. like they can't tell you don't kill me or they can't they can't tell you I want to go how do you make that choice where where does it become where does the prayer for That's healing like, stop true. it's like like if you want to die blink <laughs> <laughs> so cold <laughs> there's something wrong here but like well, no, seriously, like where, where do you stop praying for healing, and you start praying for you know what? direction um, as to when whether or not to pull the plug? I, one thing like my first church that I absolutely like endorsed when he said it, I was like, wow, I actually loved that. He said there are three types of healings. Um, one is medicinal healing. Um, two is miraculous healing. And three is the ultimate healing. It's when you pass away. So it's like recognising that if someone passed away, he's been healed from the flesh. Like he's been removed from the flesh. He's been removed from the sin nature. The 
the repetition of being like the reality of being fallen and subject to illnesses to, to sin and all of these things which is an easy thing for us to appreciate yeah yeah it's an extremely easy thing for us to appreciate <laughs> on this side but then like <coughs> one, one friend of us he his um he his like a friend's brother mm-hmm. uh, or cousin or something was was ill and passed away and they were praying, like they were praying for him to get better, mm-hmm. believing for him to get better, and then he passed away. And then they were praying for him to be resurrected, Jeez. and believing that he'd be resurrected. And you know he hasn't resurrected oh, yet. Yeah. But then at what point? And and you know they they've moved on, and by God's grace they haven't fallen away from the faith as a result. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was worried about in the sense of if you're praying for a resurrection, there's no there's no. Uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't pray for it. Oh, yeah, why you can't believe for mm-hmm. resurrection. We, we know God does it. We, we mm-hmm. believe that he does it. Um, if you believe the Bible, he's done it before. But it's like, you know, at what point do you... It's, it's just a hard, it's a hard appeal to swallow. Yeah. You know? And, and it's, it's just, yeah. It's just, Would you say that? Oh, sorry, Jimmy. I think usually when you don't want to pull the plug, it's from a very selfish place. <coughs> But then you also see the memes of you know that person digging for gold and it's like he's just about to hit gold and then he gives up and walks away and it's yeah. like you know. But I think if it's got to the point where they're like you have to switch off the machine, then you're kind of at, at the end because it's the machine that's keeping them alive. Uh, so mm. I've had a cousin that her machine has to be switched off, and obviously she was only well not obviously but she was only fifteen. Wow. So, my auntie and uncle were beside themselves, obviously, and didn't want to have to deal with that whole process. <coughs> if the doctor says to you, you need to make the decision, basically they're saying to you, you, have to, you need to turn off. You, you can't believe decide. doctors as well, that's another problem. Like, no, you can't believe doctors, but they've been wrong. Yeah, of like, Do you know what I'm saying? Like, where, where does the faith come in with mm. the, what we consider reality? If faith is faith beyond is- reality... It can always be there, but I think a lot of us have prayed for people to get healed that haven't got healed, right? Yeah. So, uh, by all means, pray. Pray, fast, cry, sit in ashes if you want to. Like, do what you need to do. But at the end of the day, your prayer has to be, God, let your will be done. Yeah. Yeah. That's the the scary scary thing. Because it's what I was going to say was, um, that Jesus is healing and then his ministry. Um, he didn't necessarily raise everyone from the dead. Mm. He could have raised everyone. He just, boom, touching coffins, just walking around. But it's like, th- there was a sort of wisdom and a sort of godly direction towards it. And not every illness was de- uh, healed in the exact same way. Mm. There, there was a sort of like, this needs this, that needs this, that needs this. And for that very reason, we need to be very sensitive to what God is saying about different situations yeah. and about different healings and stuff so it, it could very much be a case of the doctors are saying right you need to pull the plug but you feel within you that and it's not I want the person to live but you feel God is saying yo like trust in me and that's the difficult thing and you're like you know what keep it for a little but if you feel if you, if you feel like God is saying just, just let it go yeah, yeah. I think it's obviously I, it, it's because you're <coughs> yeah. yes caught up in that situation yeah. it's very difficult yeah, to sure. be is this good or is this me yeah, because yeah. your own emotions are overwhelming uh-huh. um, and it's usually <coughs> unexpected when things like that happen 
Yeah, so, I, I guess that that speaks a level of faith and sensitivity that we need to, uh, uh, you know, aspire to yeah. um, when it comes to spirit. Because you think of how conflicted Abraham must have been when God says, "Go and kill your son." Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would have rationalized it two hundred different ways. Like, oh, this is not God. <laughs> <laughs> this is not God. Testify about it on chat. So <laughs> the devil the said, "I should kill my son." I did not mind him. Little bit, you'd be like, that, that couldn't have been good. That was just a trickling little <laughs> But then Abraham knew God's voice uh. enough to not have to deny it, uh-huh. even to go to the extent of doing it with the understanding that, yeah, I'm going to kill you. But then he also knew that he was going to be raised yeah. from, from dead. He said, I'm going with the boy, we will come back. But then you're fully prepared to go and kill him because you knew that God would raise him. Like it was a different different scenario. So what happens if you're not at that place where you, you're you fully confident that it's God's voice that you're hearing? You know, it's easy to say then you wouldn't be tested in that way because yeah. God won't test you, um, won't give you more than, you know, you can bear. But, it's, yeah, whether or not, I, I, I can't say it. I can't, you know what? I, I, I would say, um, this is where, um, the reality that God doesn't want his people to live in isolation comes into play. So, you even if you don't have a, a group of people around you, just try get someone to pray with you. Mm. Try get someone to pray with you, pray alongside you over the situation, and just be like, "What do you feel God is saying in this situation?" I I am very emotionally attached, so my ability to hear might not necessarily be, or I'm not in a position where I can hear God's voice. So just help me pray as the direction of stuff. Um, just and, think of our friends like Job's friends. And it's like, that's exactly what I was about to say. Don't just kill him. All right, cool. God said kill him, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's literally like bringing test, it back test, to God and be, testing the stuff, taking it back to God and saying, yeah. well, like, it, this this is what this person has said. Please, can you confirm it? Blah, blah, blah. And, and it's, it's just giving God room to kind of speak to you, whether it's directly or through other people. Um, and also knowing that, yes, you might make a mistake in interpreting what God has said, but God is not going to hold it against you. Um, so God might be saying, keep it on, but you thought, or you felt, all right, cool, it's, it's all over. Just, just pull the plug. And then afterwards you realize that no, God was saying, keep it on. Yes, it's going to hurt. Because it's like, you're going to be thinking, wow, like, I pulled the plug when God was saying he's about to do something. But I believe that God is not going to hold it. God is not going to keep on taking you back to that place and be like, you killed this person. Yeah, but well, the person will hold it against the you. The person will hold it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, it's like, the person's, the person's dead, so they can't hold it. But it's a case of, yeah. we as human beings will hold it against <laughs> ourselves. You know Lazarus. I don't know if it was a parable with Lazarus and then the rich man mm. in the bosom of Abraham, and then the guy's just like, really? <laughs> you pull a plug. It's just like, really? You pull a plug. So it's like, um, I believe that yes, when you when you realise that God was saying, "What? Well, keep it on," but you pull the plug, you're gonna hold it against yourself. You're going to be like, oh, like, I could have seen God working here, but I didn't. I believe that God will heal you from that. I believe God will take you through a healing process because God is not going to hold that against you. Um, and God wouldn't want you holding that against yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it will be a major, it should be a major learning curve, which should hopefully inspire you to go deeper and go and start to discern his voice a bit more. Um, the next time you have to pull the plug, you won't pull it. And well, it could also be happy for God to bring the person yeah. back. You know, if he, if he never intended for that person to die, resurrection isn't that far fetched idea. <coughs> Interestingly, as well, with the Lazarus and the rich guy story, the rich guy was brutally evil to Lazarus. Mm. But when the, rich, when the rich guy asked Lazarus for a drop of water, he didn't say, but you, like, he didn't give me no food. He said, no, nah, genuinely, mm. even if I wanted to, I couldn't. So there, there was a sense of, like, he's now so much at peace that he's not holding, holding the guy's yeah. wrongs against him. Mm, so I believe that if the person is in heaven, <laughs> <laughs> there will be such a peace within them that they won't hold your wrongs against you. Mm, mm. Um it might be the other way around if the person's in hell, but... Is this what you guys anticipated talking about today? Well, not necessarily. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> With you, it was going to be quite dark, but... <laughs> not this dark. <laughs> I think because it's cold as well. I think I think it's worth also mentioning that, like, this life is, is just a, you know, it's just a shadow. It's just yeah. a shadow of what's to come. Mm-hmm. You imagine how elated you get during worship or you know for those that are having sex <coughs> how, how, how that feels you know it's, it's going to be nothing worship. compared to the amount of joy and and wonder mm. and, and awe that we'll experience in heaven so death is you know like like um peter pan said <coughs> it's just an adventure we haven't gone on yet death death is like it's like a window yeah we're just traveling or a door we're going from outside inside um, Francis Chad actually describes it in a way that was very profound when he, he took like a long piece of rope and literally laid it out in front of the, the stage and it was, it was a massively long piece of rope and then he went to the end and then he was like he grabbed a tiny piece and it was like your life is like this tiny piece of rope and eternity is like the rest of it mm-hmm. so we kind of focus on enjoying ourselves and doing all that we can to fulfill ourselves within this tiny portion, forgetting all of the rest yeah. that is left. Yeah. And it's, it's a case of um, knowing that at the end of this, if in Christ we've got all of this to enjoy, and if not, we've got all of this to, to endure. Mm. And it, it's like, mm. <coughs> there's a perspective. Life is like a flower. Or like the, the, the grass in the fields where it's just there for a little while yeah. and then afterwards it kind of withers, yeah. which is sad. If you're um, in the UK, it's only glorious for two days in June. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, it's... But yeah. Okay, <coughs> last question. This one's a bit of a, of a moral question. Okay. Moral question. A moral question. Okay. Okay. Oh, so yeah, Robert's dropping yeah. moral questions on, yeah? yeah? It's going to get worrying now. Alright, and you only you're, you're you're only allowed to ask a yes or no, and then that's it. Okay. <laughs> I'm worried now, you know. Shotgun not answering first. Okay. Okay. So you get to, so so you get to heaven. Yeah. Yep, you're about to get in. Mm-hmm. Right, and they tell you. So you're at the gates. There's a hold up. Jesus is checking passports. Um, that's a little bit of a delay. <laughs> Sorry to keep you waiting. So you're at the gates of heaven. And like, oh, you know what, yeah? There's only one more space left in heaven. Okay? And it's either you get in, or... Or... It's, so let, if, if it's Mo, it's Mo, it's, it's, it's either you get in, or Peter gets in. 
and, and like you get to choose who who gets into heaven. I'm a person gets sent to hell. The stakes are not high. The stakes are not high. Like, it's either more or gems. For me, he'll choose himself. <laughs> like, it's either more or gems. Like, that's, not, that's not high so, stakes at all. So you pick yourself over Mo? He should ex- pick yourself over me if you're in that situation. But it's, that, it's, a, it's, a easier, it's a harder question if it's him or Mo or gems. You think so? Yeah, 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 definitely. Even, as, even though as Christians were supposed to put That's others. all good, but I don't love you the way I love my fiance. I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. Alright, Moses, <laughs> if you had to pick between you and, and Julia going to heaven, who would you pick? Jameson. Peter? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, my fiance, definitely. So you'd, so you'd. And do you know what, yeah? I would, I would genuinely think it as one, God. If I do that. God, <laughs> <laughs> then, 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 like, God I, 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 I know for a fact. That heaven doesn't have a capacity. <laughs> yeah, I know for a fact. Trying to be that bouncer does not have a capacity. <laughs> Secondly, your word said we should place each other above ourselves. Mm. So I'm following the words, you know. Yeah, yeah. So and also and also loving like Christ loves mm-hmm. uh, the church. So I will take on the the punishment. Yeah. Plus, so no. that's why. So that um, that's why I asked um, between you two. Love your wife like Christ loved the church, <laughs> not your brother. Love your neighbor as you would love yourself. Yeah, no, <coughs> well, love your but you know what? Um, first John, first John three sixteen speaks about Christ laid out his life um, for, for his us, brothers. so we should lay down our lives for each other. That's cool. It'll just be uh, the yeah, that's cool. Me, yeah, I'll choose myself. <laughs> what, what I will say, what I will say though, on a more theological um, answer, I'll literally say, you know what? Outside of Christ, I have no merit or I have no right to be in front of you. Mm. So, if it's like you pick. I'll be like, yo, like, genuinely, all I can say is Christ. So if it's down to me, I'll say, right, you know what? Let Peter go through. Yeah, for me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that will be based on, I have no leg to stand on. So if you say, mm. who should go into heaven? You or Peter? Me. Why? Um... I love my wife better than him. Christ loved me more than him. like. What do I like? How do I justify that? Mm. I think the thing for me it would be a, it would be, <coughs> I wouldn't. It would be hard for me to think along those lines completely if it was just if it was me and like my friends or <coughs> my brothers or man to my brother. <laughs> nah, like, like Dude, such a I'm, I'm sending him this link. And I'm gonna say he will what, expect what? me. What he will expect me to love my wife more than I love, not more than, but in a different way, in a more sacrificial way, than you love your brother. You know, I look. That's me. I'm gonna tell you. Go to forty-five minutes into the podcast. God is working on me. You know, it's cool. But if it was just me and another person, I choose myself. Because I think along the lines of you but know. Then, but, but then that's the trick, though. Well, what? yeah. Well, what? that's the thing. God doesn't what trick you. What was you and your ex? Ah, nah, his ex is. I know who my ex is. <laughs> so, oh, like, mud, mud. This guy's a Jake. Oh, no. You know what, yeah? That, that's what comes for another day. <laughs> but, like I, like, I honestly. I hope that the answer would always be you, not me. You choose you choose eternal hell over. A babes that left you. A babes that left you, come on. Yeah, but not all the like, babes. Because I would think. A babes that left you. In the, in I the, would think along the lines of God doesn't joke around with this question like I don't see God saying things he doesn't mean so if he's asking me <coughs> who goes into heaven and he's putting that choice before me and it's me and then another brother or me and then my friends I'll choose me because I'm like 
Yeah, if I choose hell, God will give me hell. If I choose heaven, God will give me heaven. But if it's me and my wife, I'll choose my wife or I'll choose my fiance out of sacrifice, if that makes sense. Uh, but she'll be sacrificing for, for everybody else as well, though. I, I don't. Well, yeah, probably, yeah. You know, th- yeah, I, you probably should. I just, at the moment, I can't. <laughs> I, I, I don't want I can't, to. For my fiance, I can't for everyone else. That's just, no. why, that's just why I am in my walk and I'm growing. I'm going to bring me to that point. It's all good. Okay, let's end it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, James. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick? I would go and advocate for you, babe, to want something to say. Let me say, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing in a in a plane, though. You put your mask on first, and then you attend to your kids. Wow. Let me go in. And I see that you're like, yo, Jesus. Are you sure there's no more spaces? I see one spot over there. What about him, though? I think you should be here. Let's talk. Let's talk. Like X Factor, you just change the seats. I'm like, get up your seat. Yeah, that's that's good. Right. Oh, my husband's outside. Come on, move. <laughs> yeah, let's like go. Your wife is living in hell. Go and join her. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! Shots! Ooh. Shots! <laughs> I said your wife is living in hell. Go and join her. What? But what if you got one wife in hell but one wife in heaven? How many wives? Why would you have two wives? Or you want like you divorce the first one, and or the first one dies, you went to hell. So, you, so, so you well, get then that's her. Me and her are done. All <laughs> <laughs> things are made new. I'm sorry, I'm like. So <laughs> I don't, I don't understand your thing about loving your exes. We need to talk about that. Like, <laughs> that's since you're dead. I'm no longer leaving. Bounce. Then I'm done. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Let's end this here so Peter can think about his life a bit. <laughs> and you can think about your exes. Your exes. Yeah, I'm good. I don't think about my exes. You're, you're, you're asking me a question, I gave you an answer. We need to talk about that. We need to talk about that. <laughs> anyway, this might be a block. This might be the auntie in the village that's blocking you. Jesus. <laughs> Guys, leave your thoughts about this in the comment section. Um, yeah, don't be afraid of death because, you know, we've got Christ. So there's nothing to fear. Only things to be excited about. Eternal, yeah. eternal happiness and enjoyment. Absolutely. Done now. Absolutely. Um, any plugs? All the plugs. All the plugs. All the plugs. Um, poetry, pizza, and Polaroids. Poe pee poe. Poe pee poe. When is it? Next week. Next Sunday. Which is? The 11th, I believe. 11th of December. 7 to 9 o'clock. Yeah. Where? Where is it? It's at Salvation Army Church, uh, One Princess Street, Elephant Castle, London, SE1, 6HH. Um, 6HH. Yes! Head and heart. <laughs> Alright, so let's use that as a segue <laughs> for H Muse H. Photography, all your photography needs, portraiture, events. Um, I don't know if he does porn shoots or not. No, no, um, no. My wife just will, will show No, that would be nice. Um, you're getting. Can we talk about the recent investments? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's getting a studio together. Yeah. Uh, a little home studio together. So, like. Just go on his Instagram or go on his blog. Um, you'll see his shots. <coughs> they are they are really good shots. Um, um, I want to plug Riot and Scribes as well. Oh yes, we've got the idea party. No 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 oh, no. Oh my god, keep keep it like that's only for exclusive. No 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 no. I'm gonna have to. No no that's cool. Oh, you are okay. not invited to the ideas party. <laughs> Do not come. It's so. cool. They don't know where it is. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. Uh, Riot and Scribes have been doing some amazing work. Yeah. Um, 
<coughs> working with like um, shelters and stuff, yeah. um, doing some amazing work. So if you have any like school, if you work in schools or anything, and you want a group of people to come do like creative writing workshops, photography workshops, videography workshops, um, get in touch. If you work in like um, with um, marginalized individuals, so like shelters, health institutes, the mental prisons. health institute, prisons. If you want any sort of creative workshops to be able to help them get like an, a release or an um, outlet for frustration or whatever, um, right. get in touch. Right. Right. Also on Facebook and Twitter. I'm writing that's with Z's and yeah. yeah, and not and just the <coughs> letter N. Yeah, some amazing work. I also want to shout out uh, Faith Girls Cafe, um, One Walk Hair Walk TV on YouTube. Yeah, they've they've been having some good um, conversations. So jump on YouTube. It's and basically like the watch. female version of this, isn't it? Well, no, they can't be. Us. Oh, did they kind of take their idea? Oh, they did. They, but they video recording it. Jeez, they won up to us. No, they didn't. No, they won up to us. They they have they have good conversation, but it's a different demographic. It's a different audience. Different vibes. It's a different it's vibe. for babes. Um, Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's. Is it. that everything? That's, that's yeah. It. yeah. Oh, then I guess this is the blacksmith. Hey, the tags. Oh yeah. <laughs> where, where can they find us? Uh, shout out to Partners Around for the mm. intro and outro music. Shout out to Calvin Turner. Is that yeah. Him? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Calvin Harris. <laughs> um, <laughs> Calvin Turner for the Mason logo. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the blacksmith furnace, no apostrophe. You can find us on all good podcasting websites. Just look for the blacksmith furnace with an apostrophe. Find us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash TV. No, the furnace UK. Crap, what's the thing? The furnace UK. The furnace UK. Is that it? Yeah. All right. At the furnace UK. I'll just test the Peter there. No, you won't. You can email us at tbsfurnace at hotmail.com. And I think that's everything. That is it. Everything? Cool. And this is Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah! Blah! Hadouken! <laughs> <laughs>